What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Welcome. I'm Carrie Rowan, host of Look for the Good on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Listen online on your mobile devices, in your car, or ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 radio. To learn more and for a full schedule, go to dreamvision7radio.com and get our app. Dream Vision 7 radio network is the media partner for Omega Institute. I'm so excited to be here with everybody today. It's a very, very special day. I feel some great energy brewing. We are recording this um, the day before Christmas, so it is Christmas Eve day. I have a very special guest for you today. And before we get into that, I just wanted to share a few tidbits of what we're going to talk about today on the show, Look for the Good. And that's what we do here every week, every Monday, when this show will air in January, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m., my show comes on. And I'm super excited to say that this week's show is sponsored, actually for the whole month of January, it is sponsored by the Energy Almanac. And listen, I just wanted to share with you, are you guys prepared for 2023? Would it be helpful to know what might be happening before it happens? What if important astrology activities for 2023 were mapped out in an easy-to-read weekly format? The Energy Almanac does just that, with 52 weekly astrological predictions and 12 months of curated holistic resources just for you. So don't let 2023 be more difficult than it has to. Be prepared. Get your almanac now. You can get your copy at www.theenergyalmanac.com. That's theenergyalmanac.com. I'm going to spell it for you. The energy, E-N-E-R-G-Y, almanac, like the farmer's almanac, A-L-M-A-N-A-C.com. And thank you so much for listening to us today. And again, I mentioned I have a special guest, Karen Chabot, and we're going to talk all about some incredible things today. And I wanted to really bring your attention to vulnerability, which is kind of the theme of what we're talking about today, or as I like to call it, vulnerability. That's how I call it in my book. I, I refer to it as that because, as we know, it does take some bravery and some vulnerability um, to be vulnerable in our lives with our stories, right? And my book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life, it's really important when we start to do this work about, around our stories, right? Because let's face it, sometimes it's kind of hard to admit that we've been telling a story in a certain way for a long period of time. It's hard to really 
you know, bring that up and admit to ourselves that we've been telling a story that's negative. We don't want to, we don't want to tell a negative story. We, we don't want to really own that sometimes. And it's totally, totally normal when you start doing this work. And it's one of the reasons I love this work so much is I love helping clients uncover those stories and really looking at them, holding them in your hands and saying, hey, wait a minute, does this story make me feel good? Do I love the way this story makes me feel? And if the answer is no, it's time to take a look at that story and rewrite it. And there's no judgment here, right? When we're doing this work, sometimes people will come to me and say, oh, I'm just so upset that I've been telling this story and I, I didn't even realize it. You know, and I, and I work with them to just let that go because it's okay. Those stories and all stories serve a really noble purpose. And there's a reason behind why we told that story. And let's face it, some of these stories we made up like before we were even seven years old and they got stuck in our unconscious. And once you start to become aware of them, I think of it as a very exciting time because once you start to identify those stories, it's super exciting to know that you can actually change those stories. Don't you love that? You don't have to hold on to that negative story. Once you look at it and examine it, you no longer have to own it. You can let that go and start to adapt to a new story, a brave new story. Telling a brave new story is really a cool thing. And that's what we're going to talk all about today. And so I think it's really important also just to be self-compassionate as you start to do this work and as you start to retrain your brain for looking for what is good, retraining your brain for looking for what is working in your life. And wait till you see the magic that comes when you start to do that with your mind and your body and your heart, and you're all moving in the same direction, and you're focused with intent on living your life on purpose. And part of that is going in there and looking at some of those stories that are not serving you any longer, and taking a look at not only how they affect you, but how they affect everybody around you. So that is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk all about vulnerability. We're going to talk about freedom and gratitude and all the things that you can bring into your life to make these changes. So I can't wait to introduce you to Karen, who is waiting in the wings. I'll tell you a little bit about Karen. Karen has a master's degree in Ayurvedic medicine, and she's been an international teacher and presenter in the field of metaphysics astrology and healing for more than 25 years and that is just such a small tidbit of what she does she is not only is she a gem of a person but she is a wealth of unbelievable information and insights and i can't wait to have her on karen welcome thank you so much for coming today thank you it is such an honor that you asked me to be here and i'm so happy to share my story with you all yeah Yay. so i'm open we to we can Yes, I'm, I'm a wide open book. However you want to begin, I'm happy to start whatever you I love think would it. be a, a great opening. Yeah, I vulnerability, love it. Well, that, that's what you want to talk about. And I'm all for talking about vulnerability and opening the heart. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Vulnerability is great. You know, and I love what Brené Brown, you know Brené Brown, she's a shame researcher. Um, and I love how she says, that owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it, right? Isn't that so powerful? <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> Finally, to face, to face your demons is really the only way for liberation. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. That freedom, freedom that we're going to talk about as well. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we're brought up to think that vulnerability is weakness. You know, you never want to show anybody your weakness. You know, be strong. Don't cry, you know. And I think... Um, 
you know, so showing that vulnerability we have associated that with weakness, but really we know now that to own that and stand in that vulnerability is really where all growth lies, isn't it? Yes, it totally is. The surrender. It, I had to learn that the hard way, and I did last year, actually. And I'm mm-hmm. happy to share that part with you, um, what I had I'd to love do. to hear that, too. Yeah. So I... Um, I wanted a dream, and that my, my dream was to go to Florida and live there in Sarasota. So I spent almost two years preparing for that big move from Rhode Island to Sarasota, and I lived in Newport, Rhode Island most of my life. So this was huge for me. So I had to sell everything. And that's in, in that selling and letting go of all of the material possessions I owned so I could afford to get down there in a reasonable way with just a small U-Haul, Instead of a huge truck, uh, I would have needed two, you know, huge truck because I, I, I had accumulated so much stuff. And I realized all that stuff defined me. And I mm. let go of, of one thing at a time for the whole year. And then toward the end, I just let everything go. People would come in and they'd come in for a plant or they'd come in for a desk and I'd say, oh, take this too and this too. So it was really hard, though, let me tell you, because I worked hard mm-hmm. for all these things, and I um, had nothing. There were points in my life where I had nothing. So I realized that, you know, I had worked so hard to get all these things. This wasn't all given to me. I'm like, well, what am I doing letting it all go? Well, I thought it was worth it to let go of all of it so I could actualize my dream. My dream was to go down there and also find a family and um, a new man, um, someone to spend the rest of my life with. So I had big hopes for so many things in Sarasota. And my best friend drove me down in the U-Haul. And mm-hmm. his name was Daniel, and I ended up marrying Daniel. So oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I feel like what I did was let go of everything so that I had no attachment to any stuff and I was mm-hmm. liberated from all that. Like I could I felt this lightness, this freedom to do anything now that I didn't have all this stuff weighing me down. And I was starting a new chapter. Mm. And and this this guy, Daniel, I, I you know, knew him for two years and I just, for many reasons I don't want to get into, I just thought, well, he's not the one, he's not the one. But all mm-hmm. along, he was, he's, he was there for me for, as a friend. Mm-hmm. And he always wanted more than that. And I always said, no, no, no. So the drive to Florida was a three-day excursion, and he was in the driver's seat the whole time. And I'm realizing as I'm driving, you know, this man is so kind to drive me down there. Like, how can I, what, what am I doing, not giving him a chance. Who does that? Who just drops everything and takes three days off and drives somebody to Florida Mm -hmm. with all, you know, packing and moving? That's never any fun. So it ended up that Mm -hmm. I started seeing him through new eyes. And it was was me that had changed. It was me that had lightened up. I no longer Mm. had all those things I was defining myself with. And I was open to, to seeing myself with new eyes. And since I saw myself with new eyes and I let go of all these things, I had this other perception or perspective of who he was. And in that, I I decided to just open my heart to explore. And wow, I was blown away 
with the first kiss and I thought, well, I can't believe I waited this long to kiss this man. <laughs> and, <laughs> and in that, it just, you know, snowballed into a, a really wonderful, you know, sweetness that was love and friendship and all of it. And he's my age, you know, a year mm-hmm. older. So mm-hmm. he, he felt the same. He just felt like he, he was ready as well. And he he'd waited for so long. So not that he was holding wow. his breath, but he, he, you know, stayed in my life always in hopes. Mm-hmm. You know, men, I think men, men might hang on for that 1% hope. So he, he did, and I'm grateful he did. And now we moved into um, a sweet little house on the ocean here in Portsmouth, and um, we have a home in Warwick, too, mm-hmm. in Rhode Island, and we're happy. And, and this is... This is someone I waited for my whole life, and I'm going to be 60 oh. in 2023. I know. And I went through years wow. of being alone, years and years of celibacy and aloneness and never thinking that I was ever going to find anyone. And I did wow. see in my astrology and my cards, though, I did see there was a window of romance in the fall of 2021, and it was signified by an ace of hearts which is in the card system, a heart opening, a new beginning of, of uh, matters of the heart or a deepening. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so this was a deep, it was a deepening. So it, I, I thought it was going to be with somebody else because honestly, Daniel was born 20 minutes after midnight. So he was really hard for me to track in the system because he's cusping two days mm, and each day is, mm-hmm. yeah each day is signified by a different frequency so I was tracking him on a different frequency all along and dismissing my feelings in a way and the math wasn't lining up and I just kept you know not thinking anything much about him as far as a potential husband and then when I found out he was cusping I started tracking him and my heart started opening I started realizing oh my gosh, I had seen him. I hadn't actually seen him. I was almost blind to who he was until the day I got into the U-Haul and drove to Florida. And it was in that window of romance that I was able to totally see him for who he was. That is amazing. Oh my gosh, that, you're giving me goosebumps. That is beautiful. I, we can't wait to hear more of your story. So we're going to break right now for just a couple minutes okay. and we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere so you can hear the rest of Karen's amazing story. <laughs> Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? We'll look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Delight your kids with an enchanting journey by reading the Paper Doll Kids Children's Book by Deborah Beauvais and Janine Sullivan. There's even a catchy tune, Kids for Love Song, produced by Bob Sherwood and sung by kids just like yours. 
the story weaves around seven paper dolls flying around the world doing good deeds as they bring important attention to our endangered animal friends. There's even a magical ring with a universal message. Kids become interested in service projects, action through compassion, and planting seeds that nurture positive change. The Paper Doll Kids and Kids for Love Song are a production of the Kids for Love Project. Get the book now on Amazon Kindle and the song on CD Baby or iTunes. Did you know 2023 will be highly introspective and intuitive? What if you could know ahead of time what each week will bring you energetically so that you could plan better? The Energy Almanac is an easy-to-use guide with 52 weeks of astrological insight for people who love astrology. With the Energy Almanac, you can learn which gemstones, crystals, and essential oils to use each month. This book is bursting with holistic tools and resources. Plan according to the planets. Don't miss out. Get your copy at TheEnergyAlmanac.com. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times bestselling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good. Every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, and welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm so excited to bring Karen back on. She's telling us this incredible, her Daniel story, we'll call it. And she's talking a little bit about, Karen, hi, welcome back. We'd like to hear a little bit more about the Ace of Hearts and some of the work that you were doing to figure out and how you changed your perspective on Daniel and ended up falling in love and finding the dream love of your life. Okay, I'm happy to share that. So the Ace of Hearts is, you know, all Aces represent a one, and then you have the two of hearts, the three of hearts, so it goes in that coherent order. But to begin a new love, it's always signified by an ace of hearts, and it can be a baby, a puppy, or a kitten, or a brand new romance, or a deepening of someone with someone that you already knew, like an engagement, or like you move in, or you take this to the next level. The ace of hearts can represent that expansion of the heart. I saw that in my cards, and I planned my move around that thinking, well, I'll land in Sarasota right in the middle of this ace of hearts opportunity because I I don't get a lot of those in my particular chart. So I was going to optimize that time. I made sure I 
I timed it so that when I got there, I was ready to go online dating or just get out and about in yoga studios and plug into the community and try to meet somebody. Because I had been alone for five years, really, so I was really sick of being alone and really Mm -hmm. um, was excited to to optimize this heart thing. I'm like, okay, this is my time. And he showed up, but he didn't show up the way I thought he was going to show up. I thought it was someone <laughs> totally, <laughs> something new. And I mean, it was really, uh, it was him all along. And what I want to say is after, you know, hindsight 2020, looking back at the whole thing, I also had a transit of the nodes, Rahu and Ketu, they're the, the north and south poles of the moon, and they're the mm-hmm. movers and the shakers, they're the great purifiers. They, when they transit, which is every 18 months, they transit fields of living within our, our chart. So we have 12 houses mm. in each chart, and each, each house represents um, an area of your life, like a field of living. And I had K2 in my eighth house during that, that transit, during that time in 2021. K2 is the tail of the serpent. And K2 takes things away. It doesn't usually give you anything tangible. It spiritualizes whatever house it transits. And it spiritualizes the house by literally removing that which you can touch. Anything visceral, anything tangible has to go when K2 hits that house. And it will stay there for 18 months. And you have to realize that it's a lesson in non-attachment. So I realized, mm. okay, K- K2's in my eighth house, which is also the house of marital bond. Not the actual marriage house, which is the house, um, the seventh house, but marital bond, that glue that keeps the marriage together is the eighth house. And I had that there. So K2 actually gifted me by my actions, by, re- by letting everything go, selling everything that I had, except for, you know, very sentimental things like my, you know, pictures of my daughter and things that were just not replaceable. I, I kept those things and put them in the U-Haul. And by getting, getting rid of everything that, you know, in the past, I actually mm-hmm. made K2 happy. K2 smiled down upon me and gifted me. I, usually you just don't get these gifts, and it was love that I was given. It was the gift of Daniel. Wow that was given to me as a, a result of me letting everything go and becoming a minimalist. Because I was someone who liked to have, you know, I, I like to store things and keep things. And not that I'm a, a hoarder mm-hmm. in any way, but, but I, I, like, I, have, I like stuff, my creature comforts, right? So um, of course. Have to, mm-hmm. yeah, to, to let go of all these things. So I just wanted to point that. out the Ace of Hearts. <laughs> yes, the Ace of Hearts was waiting there for me to gift me as well, and K2 had everything to do with it. So that's the story astrologically, according to Vedic astrology, and then mm-hmm. was car- according to this astrological, astrological card system with the Ace of Hearts. Both were in line during the time I fell in love with Daniel, and he and okay. I got married very shortly after. Well, we got engaged shortly after and married in September three months ago. Congratulations. And we're doing <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful and transformational. I mean, I love how, you know, if something can be right in front of us, right? And we can't see it. You know, I talk about this in my book as well, just like you were describing. You, you, you couldn't see him as that, even though he was right there until yeah. you shifted your own perspective, right? Like Wayne Dyer says, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. 
You know, it's actually a metaphysical principle, right? And so you you changed that, and then he suddenly, because you changed, so you were able to see him in a new light, right? And and that's such a great lesson, I think, for a lot of things in our life. You know, yes, it, to change yes. the way we look at it, right? Because we can't always change yes. situations, but we can change the way we see the situation. Yes, we Which, can. I right? completely felt, I felt like I had peanut butter in my ears and sunglasses on. I was completely <laughs> dumb and blind and <laughs> I wasn't even <laughs> noticing. This man was standing in front of me for two years and here I am, you know, feeling sorry for myself, all alone and single, and he's just there. All the time, I never could Waiting. understand what he was. <laughs> yes, I just didn't, you know, didn't see him, and I know why now. I I had to actually let go and move, and if I didn't do all what I did, which was huge for me, then yeah. I don't think I would have seen him. And the thing is, is I got to Florida. I I lived there for six months, and then I had to turn back around and move back to Rhode Island, and everybody in my life was, what are you doing? I thought you were going to live in Florida. Now you're back home after all that? It was a big production. I put posts on Facebook with the U-Haul, and I'm, you know, I'm finally going to leave Newport after years mm-hmm. and years, and then and I turned right back around six months later and explained to everybody I did it because I fell in love. So wow. it was a big confession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a confession I had to make to come back home, but it, you know, it, to me, love was more important than where I lived. Absolutely. And we can always move back then. Sure, yeah, sure. And now you got a you got a flavor of Sarasota, which is lovely. But what's so interesting, and I'm hearing through your story, is you mentioned something about you know letting go, and sort of it's you're sort of letting stuff go. And as you let physical stuff go out of our lives, right, our minds and everything comes along with it. Our bodies become refreshed, like you're talking about. It's almost like you let go also of whatever that was around your heart that was keeping you from seeing or letting that in, which just kind of reminds me of vulnerability. Yes, it, it was a lot of learning about being vulnerable and trusting that everything was going to be okay because he um, literally was vibrating to my, my karma card, which everyone in this system has one unfavorable karma card. And I thought, oh, my gosh, why, you know, this is for two years. Why would I step into a hornet's nest willingly if he's my karma card? That means I would energetically owe him, and I would be the one mm. taking the bullet in this, in this lifetime, right? And I mm-hmm. thought, well, you know, you know, in another lifetime, he took a bullet for me because I knew he was soul family. But I didn't want to merge with my karma card. But when I found out that he was born at midnight, that made him only half my karma card. You see? So I mm-hmm. thought, oh, I could, I could do this. He's only half. He's not full blown. So there'll be, mm-hmm. you know, ins, ins and outs and some reprieve where I don't feel like it was going to be a drain to me to be with this man. And then I started doing inventory of all my clients and my own life. I was married to my karma card for 20 years, my first husband. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it, it, it was my planetary ruling karma card, so I didn't really associate it. Daniel is my natal card, the Four of Hearts, is the day I was born on November 29th is a Four of Hearts day. And anyone born on that day or born on a Four of Hearts day, like you too, Carrie, you're a Four of Hearts, our karma card mm-hmm. vibrates to the number 43, which is a Four of Spades. And that means you owe 
to that person or that experience or whatever it is that it is a four of spades because experiences can also be four of spades as well as a person could embody that frequency. So that's part of why I didn't give him a chance. And I even told mm-hmm. him, oh, why, why would I step into a horn's nest with my karma card? I, I, why, did, why do you have to be my karma card anyways? And I <laughs> go on and on about it. <laughs> I dare you be my karma card. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, you know, he didn't really understand it. He really didn't. So in his eyes, he thought, well, this is silly. I'm gonna, I think I stand a chance here because he couldn't justify it or understand the system. So it gave him mm-hmm. a reason to wait around because in his mind, he was like, I don't know what a karma card is, but whatever it is, I'm going to hang out with her. So, <laughs> so in that. my mind, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't buy the system, then he can't really be convicted about how true it is. So he's just kind of observing and sticking in, you know, in my orbit somehow thinking something would there'd be a reprieve somehow he could slip through. And he did. He slipped right through <laughs> when K2 was transiting my eighth house and my ace of hearts was right there in that window. He came right in. He didn't even know it, of course, because he's not an astrologer. And I knew somebody was coming, but I couldn't know it was him because yeah. I didn't know he was, he was vibrating at the other, on the other day, which is uh, number 22. I kept seeing him as the number 21. Mm-hmm. And anyway, That's so these, car- yeah, these cards all have a solar value, which is why we can bring numerology into it. Yes. I love that. So anyway, I, love, I love that you... Yeah. It's, I, know, it's, I was just going to say, I was going to, you know, for people listening, it, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of detail, but when Karen does a reading like she did my reading, she was saying that I'm also, a, her and I are both four of hearts, born on a four hearts day. And so when you do this reading, though, you can really find out so much, like Karen's explaining, not just about yourself and your alignment. And I love astrology, and I've had straight astrology reading and then, you know, the Vedic astrology. And I love that it uses an actual deck of cards. It's like a software system, right, Karen? And so it will line up, and it shows a lot about your relationships with other people, which is what I really love about it. Explain a little bit about how that works. Well, the card system, the playing cards, they are actually a mystical calendar. It was originally developed for, um, as an oracle, basically. So it was outlawed because its power was so intense that it was a threat to kings and queens and royalty, anyone, you know, in, in the state. So it was like church versus, versus state way back in the days of Atlantis, and it was a threat. So we had to hide the cards and pretend we were just using them as a game. Go fish, war, bridge, poker. Mm-hmm. And we kept it alive that way. And the secret hidden language within the playing cards was dumbed down. And hardly anybody knows there's literally a language within these cards. And they are connected to planets and numbers. And the suits can be archetypal. It is the most powerful language I've ever, ever explored. And I just recently discovered a hidden language within the hidden language, a literal vibrational language that I had a dream and it, they told me, do this X, Y, Z. And I did. And I, I did, I, I kind of resisted it because it didn't sound, it sounded a little crazy and it wasn't all my idea. I, I know when my spirit family was telling me, do this, do this. So I, when I did it, 
I, I, I came into such a revelation that, wow, this is mind-blowing. So I can, I can keep adding to this, and it's, it's, it's unlimited, unbounded. And if everyone could read the cards and understand this language, I, don't, I feel we would understand each other so much better. We would easily forgive one another, and there would be no war. It would just be an understanding. An understanding, people think, oh, it's an understanding. But understanding, just the fact that someone could understand something is pure liberation. Because once you understand something, then you can let it go, or you could table it, or you could file it somewhere, and it's no longer chaotic. It suddenly becomes coherent. So... Through this understanding of reading these, these cards and understanding the language and following it on a daily basis and not letting it dictate your life because, you, you know, in the beginning I was just consumed with it. And then I, I started looking at it backwards so that I wouldn't do any self-fulfilling prophecy or self-projection of what might come because we're powerful manifestors. I don't want anything Mm -hmm. to dictate, dictate, you know, um, not anything outside of myself to dictate how my life will unfold. I wanted to be, be, um, you know, the Lord of my own life. And we all should be. But in this system, I found that it always resonated with how I felt. It always had Mm -hmm. truth in it. it. yeah, it never, it never said something that was contradictory to how I felt. It was completely aligned with my feelings and my thoughts. So for me, I'm a truth seeker. When I find something that speaks truth, and I've been doing this for 20 years and I wouldn't be wasting my time if it wasn't truth to me, then I stick with it and I'm sticking with it. And I, I'm going to be writing a book on it, maybe three books actually. I'm guessing I'm, I'm in, in between three books right now, half written. And I'm going to be doing this based on healing. I'll be getting vibrational food frequencies for each birthday and which birthday should eat what foods. And it, it's going to be a, these books are going to be based on metaphysical healing, body, mind, spirit, and how to read the language and use it on a daily basis so that you can know ahead. And just like the first sentence in the ancient texts of Ayurveda 5,000 years ago, the very first sentence in one of the most profound Vedic astrology texts, and Vedic astrology is literally the science of light, that first sentence is, avert the danger before it happens. So for me, that's why you know, I, have, I have consumed myself with averting the danger because my birthday, November 29th, is a challenging birthday. I've fallen on my knees and had to rebirth myself and redefine myself so many mm-hmm. times and I'm blindsided and I know everybody has their story of, of how hard life has been but I, you know when I, I've listened to so many people's stories because I'm a counselor and I've been counseling with these cards and astrology and Ayurvedic health for 25 years and, and before that I was a licensed massage therapist and I still am and hearing everybody's mm-hmm. story because people just they just tell you everything when they have no clothes on and they're on the massage table talk about vulnerability and I'm very right. approachable, trustworthy person. Yeah, so people would come to me and they would just want to talk. They don't even care about the massage. They want it to be heard. So I heard so much, Carrie, so many stories mm-hmm. that nothing shocks me anymore. So 
it's so it's secrets really because people want to share their secrets and they find someone that they trust. So I have mm-hmm. a lot of wisdom just from life's wisdom from comparing my story to other stories and just getting the having a wide perspective on an expansive view on what people have gone through and the birthday of November 29th and you might have similar stories too because you're also a four of hearts but we vibrate to the nine of spades which is part of what I've been calling the black hole and there are two black holes one actually is blue hole and a black hole that I refer to. They're exit points, gateways, portals within the template of the system. And when people pass through them, which they're like transits, they happen randomly and you can see them, you can track them. So I've tracked a lot of them and prevented a lot of frustration, a lot of, you know, adversities that might have mm-hmm. gotten the best of me if I, if I didn't know about these things. So. The four of hearts Amazing. is literally a walking, I am an embodiment of a portal. And that's why the four of hearts is the metaphysician because we can intuitively tell what's wrong with somebody. It's not, the metaphysician is the medical intuitive. They know medicine, but they know it in body, mind, spirit. And part of that four of hearts, which you also are the metaphysician, mm-hmm. is vibrating to, to the nine of spades, which is a number 48. And now that I know this, I, I can I can prevent these black holes from happening in my life by, you know, marketing on my calendar and just and making daily choices, you know, not, don't do this on this day, do this on that day. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super powerful. Right. I love that. My, yeah. It's but not everybody, has, uh, not everybody has um, a black hole embodied within them. So not everybody has been brought to their knees in their life. Some people are here to just sort of tread water. They coast along and they have never experienced massive adversities like being homeless Mm -hmm. or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, deaths of of significant people. Or There's a lot of people who are, um, you know, and that's what they wrote for. And that's okay. I have no judgment on that. I definitely didn't write for a superficial um, life for just kind of coast along. I wrote for opportunities to completely lose myself and then have to rebirth myself very painful but the the only way to become enlightened is through adversity so everything that's ever happened to me has taken me to yeah the light comes through the wound so i i have no regrets yeah i'm not a victim in any way to having this portal this nine of spades be what i vibrate to it helps me when i use the portal to actually feel into other people, be more compassionate, and I can actually step into their astral body and know how they feel, what they're thinking. And you have that same gift. So anyways. I I I definitely, and have been brought to my knees as well, which is where is the birth of my book. So we're going to talk more about this. Don't go anywhere. This conversation is amazing. Karen, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this quick commercial. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at dreamvision7radio.com. Did you know 2023 will be highly introspective and intuitive? 
What if you could know ahead of time what each week will bring you energetically so that you could plan better? The Energy Almanac is an easy-to-use guide with 52 weeks of astrological insight for people who love astrology. With the Energy Almanac, you can learn which gemstones, crystals, and essential oils to use each month. This book is bursting with holistic tools and resources. Plan according to the planets. Don't miss out. Get your copy at theenergyalmanac.com. The Dr. Nina Show is now on the Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Tuesday, 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Time. From the healing heart of Dr. Nina Sabelle Rockland comes a message of hope for people struggling with binge eating. She helps listeners break free from emotional eating by identifying the hidden triggers to binging and provides a path for healing without dieting or focusing on food. As she puts it, it's not what you're eating that's the real problem. It's what's eating at you. Be sure to tune in for diet-free strategies on how to outsmart emotional eating so you can stop thinking about food and start living your best and most happy life. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Look for the Good. And I'm here with Karen Chabot. I can't wait to share some more. Before we do, I just wanted to tell you, you can find out more about Karen on her website. Um, Karen, what's your website? It's Karen, K-A-R-Y-N, Chabot, C-H-A-B-O-T, dot com. Awesome. So go visit Karen there. And Karen, we were really in this amazing conversation, um, and you were sharing with us so many incredible things about the reading and really understanding. You, you, I think you've made people really curious about finding out what they are and what the benefits of them getting their own reading are. What, what would you say were the top benefits for them to do a reading? Well, knowing ahead is really helpful. And if people don't want to know ahead, some people tell me, you know, I, I really just like surprises. I, I really just want to roll with it and, and manifest my life and not let uh, a reading of the future paint how I want to, to um, live my life or how I want my life to look. So it, they almost consider it derailing or de- disempowering if they perceive it as such. So what mm-hmm. I tell people is this is not disempowering in any way. This is actually aligned with what you already want to manifest. This system is so aligned with the heart and the soul. There is no error. There is, it's almost like a, it's, it's pure knowledge, pure wisdom, and it gives choice. 
because we have free will. So no one is ever locked into one vibration. As a matter of fact, it's based on consciousness. So whatever your consciousness is, for example, if you think we are all one and we're in unity consciousness and I behave as such, in other words, I follow the golden rule and I do unto others, the way I'd want them to do unto me. That is unity consciousness. When someone is vibrating at that level, then I usually, it's usually when they're a little older, but not always, so age isn't always a factor, but it's consciousness. Are they victims or are they making lemonade out of their lemons? I assess Mm -hmm. that when they first come in. Usually after age 52, people are making lemonade out of their lemons. Usually, at least the people that come mm-hmm. to me, not all, not all people. I have met a lot of whiners and victims, and that's okay too. Um, but I don't read them at a higher octave if they're going to be victims and whiners and all that, because I know that their their consciousness isn't. They haven't evolved enough. And it's not that I'm mm-hmm. doing this in a judgmental way. I'm not looking at it like good, bad, black, white. It's not a judgment. It's an observation mm-hmm. because not everybody wants to evolve and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. So you can actually take your four of hearts and in this template, count eight away from the four of hearts on the template and that frequency, eight away, it comes to a number 34, which I believe you are vibrating at now because you have evolved and made lemonade out of your lemons and written this beautiful book <laughs> and took your, your uh, yeah, all the things that happened to you, your adversities and all of the lemons that were thrown at you. You made a beautiful story out of it to help other people. And that alone tells me you went up an octave, at least an octave. So you're at a 34 right now, even though you were born at a number four, four of hearts. So I like to tell people, you're born on this day, and here are your gifts, here are your challenges, but you don't have to stay here. You don't have to be locked into this. As soon as you start Mm -hmm. making choices and acting on a daily basis, aligned with your dharma, your truth, speaking your truth, and, and, and being in service, And having compassion and gratitude, these are the factors that take you up an octave. And then I'll read them. I'll read them at that octave. So for a Mm. good reader to to truly read someone accurately and authentically, they need to know where to read them. It's almost like, yeah, there's life on Mars, but if we don't use the right lenses to see the life, we're never going to see the life on Mars. However... We know there's life on Mars. We're just using the wrong lenses. So I teach my students who are learning to be readers how to tell where someone is vibrating. Are they up an octave or are they still in their natal self, which is fine. There's no good or bad. It's just Mm -hmm. it is what it is. So I'm pretty sure you went up to number 34 and you're you're operating out of the eight of diamonds, which is um, a number. It's the solar value of 84, which is very powerful at the crown line where you'll be seen. It's very public. It has power and money, fame, and, you know, public. So it's a great card for people who are looking to get noticed with their book or a video or social media just to be public and to be noticed. So I'm pretty sure you and I are both at that eight of diamonds. And the only way I knew I was operating at the eight of diamonds when I reached around 52 was when I was looking at my boyfriend's cards at the time and I saw the eight of diamonds coming up for him for 52 days with a nine of hearts, which is the card of divorce or breakup. And it was six months out. And I thought to myself, 
he's cheated on me before too. So I was thinking, oh my God, he's cheating on me again. I looked at him and said, who's this eight of diamonds girl you're going to be breaking up with in six months? And he's like, I don't know anybody. Who's I don't know. I'm not cheating on you now. And I said, well, I know this somebody because you wouldn't be breaking up with someone if there's nobody. So I found out it was me. I broke oh up with him. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you broke up with his face. And it was there in the car. <laughs> it was there. It was there. I was That's me. awesome. I, I, I broke up with him in six months, and I predicted that is... somebody else. Wow. Yeah. That is unbelievable. I mean, this is the power of the cards. So I wanted to tell everybody, because I love these stories that you're telling. They're fabulous. And there's so much richness and depth, and I love stepping into your own power and speaking your truth and all these things that we aspire to do. And so Karen has decided as a special gift for my listeners that she would love to gift a free reading to somebody. And so that is wonderful, Karen. And how do they get it? Well, you're going to go to my website at carryrowan.com, C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com and hit on my contact page and fill that out and say that you're interested in getting a free reading with Karen. And, um, yeah, and then we're going to pick a, a winner from that. The first person who replies to that after this goes live in January will get a free reading. And it is truly, truly life-changing and powerful, as you can tell from Karen's stories. Right, Karen? Well, I hope so. That's my intention is to transform lives and help people find out who they really are and why they're here. I love you know, how that. To remember, I mean, isn't, want them to, it's a remembering, you know, who you are. It's what my readings are about. My readings are never shocking, like, oh, I didn't know that about myself, or, oh, no, that can't be. I've never had that. I've mm-hmm. always had, oh, that resonates. Oh, my God, I always knew that. And they have these epiphanies of what they already knew as whispers in their heart. That's what my readings are like. I love that, the whisper in the heart. Because having, we forget a lot of that when we come here, right? So having that remembrance, having that resonance, like, is sometimes all somebody needs to light that little fire to actually go and do. Because that's what the number one question is for most people they get asked about, I don't know if you're going to a psychic or yourself, or re- they want to know what their purpose is. Why am I here? And that is exactly what you're answering with this through the whispers of the heart. And that one little yeah. spark of remembrance, right, Karen, is like can, can trigger a whole change of events in someone's life. They can decide like you to just let it all go and move to Sarasota or start that business or, you know, get an, get a an easel and start painting like they wanted to. You know, all those things that live in our hearts that maybe just need that one little spark of remembrance to give us some action. Yes, exactly true. That that remembrance is everything because I never try to recreate someone. They come in and they are authentic who they are. They are authentic in who they are. And I never want to try to make their destiny or be the one in charge of creating their world. I put them in charge of creating their world by showing them these are the potential options that are coming up for you. There's never just one option either. I don't want anyone to feel like they'll be pigeonholed into you have to do this. This is the only option Mm -hmm. I see for you. Or Mm -hmm. give bad news. I'm sorry, you're going to die next year. Or I don't give those kind of readings. Or any. I don't like to predict death or negativity. Mm -hmm. My readings are, are about enlightening people, empowering people, and showing them their original blueprint, what they signed up for when they incarnated into the planet. That's powerful because that can change your life. And you're offering this 
absolutely beautiful service to people is the service of the heart. And you're allowing them to tap back into who they actually are themselves. Um, yeah, because we all want to know that, you know, who, who am I? Why did I come here? What can I do for the rest of my life? What should I be doing? You know, and all they're really doing is tapping back into who they know that they are deep down inside when they quietly ask themselves. So I love what you do, Karen. You know that we could talk for another two hours here. <laughs> but unfortunately, I, I know. We, <laughs> we have to wrap up. So if you want more about Karen, go to her website. Like we said, KarenChabot.com. It's Karen with a Y, K-A-R-Y-N. And Chabot, S-C-H-A-B-O-T, dot com. Yeah. Did I say S? No S. C-H. Yeah, C-H-C-H-C-H. C-H-A-B as in baby, O-T as in Tom. You got it. Thank you for the B as in baby. And so go to her website. Go to my site if you want to sign up for the free reading at carryrowan.com. You guys know my website already, but hop on over to my website. Um, and if you're really sick of feeling stuck, I know we're coming up to a new year here, guys. And thank you so much for listening. And if you're tired of feeling anxious about your life and you're sick of feeling stuck and you want some more, you like what I offer here, I'm offering a class that's coming up. We're going to start again um, in January. And it's super powerful. I get this great group of women together for a five-week class where we journey into your stories, all these little tidbits of what we're talking about here. And we find out what are those stories that are holding you back because a lot of times we don't even realize it's the stories we tell that are holding us back, like Karen was saying, like I am always telling you guys. So, Go to my website. You can find out more about this class. It starts January 11th. It's an incredible group of like-minded women, and that synergy that's created is truly powerful. So give yourself a gift of transformation this year. Go to carryrowan.com and click on Masterclass to find out more. You can sign up right there online. Thank you so much for listening. I wish you all a beautiful new year. You're going to be listening to this in January. And I just wanted to say one last shout-out to the choosebigchange.com. And thank you so much for sponsoring the show today. And hey, remember, are you prepared for 2023? Wouldn't it be helpful to know what might be happening before it happens? And what if an important astrology activities for 2023 were mapped out in an easy-to-read format for you? The Energy Almanac does just that with 52 weekly astrological predictions and 12 months of curated holistic resources just for you. So don't let 2023 be more difficult than it has to be. Be prepared. Get your copy of the Almanac now at theenergyalmanac.com. That's www.theenergyalmanac.com. Thank you, everybody. Take care, be well, and remember, it's never too late to live your best story. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best-selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. 
Let life flow.